0: Again, thank you for listening, and we're excited to see what is next in your life. We are in every evolving. Call to live, commanded to love, and commissioned to serve. And if you cannot remember everything, we have three powerful words for you. What are they, family? Yeah, live, love, serve. Amen. We are in the theme. This first month is really a series on our theme for the year. It's still be human, but it's bigger than you. And I'm gonna tell y'all something. You can ask the eight o'clock crew. I preached this morning because I, I told you I wasn't feeling well, but I preached this morning for 17 minutes. Somebody, I feel like I need some kind of something. 17 minutes. Lord have mercy. Listen. but I I said I was not going to miss today I've been sick Pastor Lakeisha's sick but this thing just got me and then next I know my eye was bleeding and I got blood clots I said this is the first Sunday of 2020 no matter what you're going through this is the best place to be to worship and honor God today I want to just briefly uh, uh, turn with me to the book of Isaiah Isaiah the sixth chapter and as we think about this season and and and, and first let me just say Tuesday night was amazing if you were here on Tuesday night it was amazing God is issuing a call to us to begin to really lean into who we claim to be as I said is it warm in here yeah what you doing Don? everybody you see all these fans up here They turn the air on <laughs> I said the dawn between I said were well, you a little warm she's like no I was like uh, I was sweating <laughs> uh, it's about leaning into who God's calls to be I don't I don't there are people who come to church out of ritual and ceremony but I want to be part of a movement to change this world and that's what we're inclined to do this year amen to realize, to be connected to something that's bigger than us. It's about changing and transforming this world. And this series is about the things I think are necessary for us to participate in this greater movement. Amen. Right now, though, we need some air for the movement. Because it's, it's, we're going to pass out before the movement starts. Amen. Amen. Isaiah 6. <laughs> verses one through eight let me do this move here i keep telling you i always trip out when i have to do that because i was younger and used to see my grandmother and them always lift their glasses up to read i said what's the point of glasses i get it now amen in the new revised standard version isaiah six one through eight in the year that king Uzziah died i saw the lord sitting on a throne high and lofty, and the hem of his robe filled the temple. Seraphs were in attendance above him, each had six wings, with two they covered their faces, and with two they covered their feet, and with two they flew. And one called to another and said, Holy, holy, holy is the Lord of hosts, the whole earth is full of his glory. The pivots on the thresholds shook at the voices of those who called the house filled with smoke and i said woe is me i am lost for i am a man of unclean lips and i live among a people of unclean lips yet my eyes have seen the king the lord of hosts then one of the seraphs flew to me holding a live coal that had been taken from the altar with a pair of tongs the seraph touched my mouth with it and said now that this has touched your lips your guilt has, been de- has departed and your sin is blotted out. Then I heard the voice of the Lord saying, whom shall I send and who will go for us? And I said, here am I. Send me. Come on, let's pray. God, we bless your name on today. And we pray, oh God, that your spirit will continue to fill this place god we've been worshiping and celebrating not just what you've done but god who you are who you are in our lives oh god now lord we pray you will continue to do whatever you need to do in these moments that are ours to share together to get the glory god glory lord now oh god may the words that you declare on today and the collective meditations of our hearts be acceptable in your sight god you are our strength hey you are our rock you are our redeemer and we say thank you amen. it's in your name we pray amen. amen amen remain standing verse 8 said then i heard the voice of the lord saying whom shall i send and who will go for us and i said here am i send me amen, amen. come put your hands together give the lord a hand clap praise you take the seats There are some moments in life that we experience that are so overwhelming. We wonder if we're even worthy to be a witness to those moments. I have to imagine that was some of the feeling moving through Isaiah, even in this moment as the scene captures it. Isaiah makes a grand announcement in this passage. It was in the year that King Uzziah died. He said, I saw the Lord. This moment was a big moment because if you know the history at this point, Israel had strayed away from God. The people of God had become estranged from God because although they were God's people, they were not behaving in ways that reflected the divine connection. But in the midst of their disobedience in many ways, Uzziah the king was known as a king who brought prosperity to the people. And the scripture said he did what was right in God's eyes. Isaiah had become a symbol in the midst of despair, of hope, and possibility and change and restoration. I uzziah had become a, a symbol of what could happen when you trust God, even in treacherous times, surrounded in political upheaval and cultural turmoil. What happens when you depend on God and not get fixated on the finite power of insignificant people, but to trust in what God? is doing. I say that even now as I pause because I think of how these moments, these current times have created a tremendous amount of angst and despair among so many of us. What we see in our cultural moment right now, what we see in the body politic right now has caused so many people to be filled with trepidation, anxiety, despair, and not knowing what to do. But that ought not be the disposition for you and I. Because as Paul writes in Thessalonians, we do not grieve as people who do not have hope. But we live and believe in a profound and powerful hope that transcends circumstances and human power. Oh, you need to hear that today. Don't get so caught up in what you see in the current cultural moment that you allow despair to find a resting place in your spirit. Do not get so anxious about this moment that you forget who you are and who God has called you to be. I love this scene, Alicia, because Isaiah says this. It was in the year that King Uzziah died, I saw the Lord. Watch the correlation. Uzziah was a king. He was a leader. He was a symbol of possibility and prosperity. But it was in the year he died that Isaiah saw the Lord. You missed it. I'm going to come back again. He was a symbol of prosperity, of possibility, of hope in desperate, tumultuous times. But when he died, that's when Isaiah said, I saw the Lord. It's a dangerous thing when you put your adoration in the wrong places. I know that Isaiah was a king and he was a symbol of prosperity and possibility, but he was no God surrogate. Sometimes God has to move some things out of the way so you see what the real focus ought to be. Sometimes God has to shift some things in your life so you can begin to see what the real hope and the source of your strength is. I know a whole lot of people in here today that I love and I trust, but you can't replace God in my life. There are people in here I know that God has called you and gifted you for certain moments and may have even gifted you for certain things that as it may pertain to me. But you cannot replace God in my life. And sometimes we lose our focus and shift our glance. It takes catastrophe for us to see what is our being. hear this? There we go. Get the mic. Back to where I started. He said, "It was in the year that King Uzziah died. I saw the Lord." And then it wasn't just seeing the Lord, it was where Isaiah was. The scripture says Isaiah was in the temple, in the tabernacle. He said, when the Lord appeared, the Lord's presence filled the space, the atmosphere. When he looked and saw the glory of God, above God were the seraphims flying and singing and praising. The cloud of smoke had filled the atmosphere and the temple. And in that moment, Isaiah was in the right place at the right time. In the right season to get a glimpse of God's glory. In that moment, Isaiah says, I saw not only the Lord, but then everything that came and accompanied God's presence, the glory of the Lord had filled the atmosphere. And in that moment, Isaiah realized how he felt unworthy in God's presence. I told them this morning, I said, it's deep how at times we can feel unworthy in God's presence, but God doesn't feel like we're unworthy. Because oftentimes in God's presence, we have a tendency to look at our faults, our flaws, our shortcomings, our misgivings, our missteps. But God does not look at the things that we get fixated on. God sees potential and possibility. And in that moment, Isaiah feels overwhelmed by the moment, overwhelmed to be in the presence of God. He realizes something. He said, I am among a people of unclean lips and I am a person of unclean lips. And God, I'm not worthy. But watch this. God says, you can be here. Oh, my God. Think about this for a second. You were birthed to bask in the glory of God. You were born to be in the glory of God. Everything in you reflects and drips and is overtaken by the presence of God's goodness and God's glory. Even though the moment may seem overwhelming, oh my God, don't be overwhelmed by who you are in the presence of God. See, who I am by myself may not look like much, but who I am in before God's presence is a different ball game altogether. He said, in the year that King Uzziah died, I saw the Lord. And look at what Isaiah begins to say. The temple was filled with his glory. The smoke consumed the atmosphere. The seraphim were flying and singing and praising. And here's the part I like. It says that they were singing an antiphonal symphony. You may not know what that means. It says that the seraphim were all throughout the sanctuary in different parts of the sanctuary and crying out, holy, 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 lifting up the greatness of God. Let me say it again. They were in different parts of the symph- of the sanctuary, shouting back to one another in praise: holy, holy, holy. Oh God, the angels in the east part of the sanctuary were crying holy, the angels in the west part crying holy, the angels in the south part crying holy, the angels in the north part crying holy, and that their praise was so profound that the threshold of the doors of the sanctuary began to shake because of their praise, because of their ability to shout holy, holy, holy. Now here's what I know. I know that I may not be able to sing like the angels today, but I have enough to praise God about. Can you imagine what the atmosphere looks like when people in this section begin to cry
1: holy. And people in this section begin to cry holy. And people in the balcony begin to cry holy. And people in this section begin to cry holy. And when our praise fills the atmosphere there's a presence of God that is felt in that moment. Oh my
0: God, it's the first Sunday of 2020 and I got a whole lot of
1: reasons to cry holy, holy, holy. God has kept me and sustained me and I got to cry holy. God has sustained my life, kept my mind, I got to cry holy. I wish I had somebody in here who knew how to bring your praise in the 2020. Look at your neighbor and tell them, neighbor, God has kept me another year and I cry holy. Anybody in here feel his presence today? I need you to have the Isaiah feeling. Anybody feel his presence today? Look at somebody and tell them, I may have made mistakes, but he still finds me worthy. I may have made some flaws and some missteps, but he still finds me worthy. And in his presence, I got to bless his name. Oh my God, it's
0: the first Sunday of 2020,
1: and I need to see where my praises are. I need to see, can we shake the threshold of those doors today? I need to see, can we magnify Lord can you lift up your voices and exalt the name of God
0: this I'm gonna be quick today but you got to tell somebody look at your neighbor and tell
1: them neighbor oh God I feel his presence in here today come on tell somebody else neighbor I feel his presence in here today and I got to give God glory because God is Come on, you playing. That's a play praise. I need the folk who came here dragging this morning and who came here in spite of what they felt because you had to give God. I was sick this week, but I said, if I get to the sanctuary, I'll praise his name. I wouldn't feel like it, but if I get to the sanctuary, I'll praise his name because God is here.
0: Praise is bouncing throughout the sanctuary. Here's the part you don't get. I'm going to be done. I told you 15, 16 minutes this morning. Here's the part you don't always see. God then engages in a conversation with the seraphim that Isaiah hears. God said, who will I send? And who will go for us? When you read the context, what you'll notice is that God is not speaking to Isaiah. God is speaking to the seraphim. Who will I send? And who will go for us? But you see, when you are intoxicated with the glory,
1: you will inject yourself in places that people did not expect you to inhabit. Oh, God. Isaiah doesn't wait for the angels to speak. He said, Lord, here am I. Send me. I don't know what you want, but I'm available. I don't know what you want done, but I'm available. I wish I had somebody in here. I don't know the plan, but I'm available. Hear my eye, God. Send me. He volunteers when
0: no vision has been given. He commits where there is no clarity. He makes a decision with no directive. Here am I. Send me. Oh God. If we're going to change the world, that same boldness of Isaiah is what is required in this moment. And my great friends here, Dr. Maurice Wallace, we've been talking for a long time. In this moment, this age is marked by conformity. What this moment requires are people with courage. Isaiah's courage. Courage. Not to figure it out, but willing to work it out. Not courage to know, but courage to discover. Well, I need you to hear this today. I need you to be courageous. Not to crawl into the cramped quarters where your fear has ruled the day. Not to allow your anxiety to have dominion over your disposition. Would it be stepping out in spite of your fear and your
1: anxious anxiety and say, God, here am I. I don't know the plans, but I know the possibilities. I don't know the plans, but I know the potential. Here am I, God. Send me.
0: What is required in this season is courage. 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 Maya Mendez says this, she said, no amount of security is worth the suffering of a mediocre life chained to a routine that has killed your dreams. No, 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 no! I'm gonna say that again, you missed that. No amount of security is worth the suffering of a mediocre life chained to a routine that has killed your dreams. some of us in here right now we've done what was expected because we've been chained to mediocrity we fall into spaces of conformity because our audacity has disappeared we allow other people to convince us there was no greatness in us and so we capitulated to the expectations of mediocre people and forgot who god called us to be okay okay let me make it plain who are my sports fans in here? Okay, uh huh. Who, who watched the wild card playoffs yesterday? Okay. The first game was Buffalo and Houston Texans. At halftime, the score was 16 zip. Buffalo. Houston Texans were not playing the way they should have played. If you saw the second half, you saw the quarterback. Deshaun Watson put the team on his back. Started making plays. The play that really sealed the game. It looked like he was sacked. The rush was on. One man hit him for the left, but couldn't knock him down. Another man came from the right and hit him and couldn't knock him down. He spun out of what should have been a sack. Scrambled to the right. Made a pass. The man ran 30 yards, watch this. Put them in position to win the game. The field goal kicker came in, kicked the field goal, game won. I know you missed that. After the game, they did not interview the one who won it, the field goal kicker. You don't even know his name. But he won the game who they interviewed was the one who put him in position to win. Watch. They interviewed Deshaun Watson. Not because he had won it, but because he put him in position to win it. Y'all gonna get this in a second. In the interview, he said something that some people may have interpreted as cocky, but when you know who you are, it is not being conceited, it's being confident. He said this somebody had to be great why not me
1: y'all miss that somebody gotta be great why not you stop hiding behind other people's ideas stand in your courage and walk in your greatness and your boldness look at your neighbor and tell them neighbor somebody gotta be great why not you
0: Why, 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 why? Courage is the commitment to begin with no guarantee of success. God, I don't know what you're calling me to do, but I'm going to do it because you're calling. And my courage will take center stage. Here am I. Send me. You don't declare those words because you don't trust. You say here am I because you've learned to trust God. Oh my God. I know I got some folk today. I'm baffled by your cowardice. Because God has done too much for you to fall into despair. You think I'ma let one lunatic in D.C.
1: make me become fearful? My hope ain't built on no fool in the White House. My grandmother told me my hope is built hey, on nothing less than Jesus' blood and righteousness. I wish I had somebody in here today. Look at your neighbor and tell them, neighbor, I can be what I've never been. And I can do what I've never done. And I can go where I've never gone because he walks with me. And he talks with me. And he tells me I belong to him. Is there anybody in here today? who can feel the presence of the Lord. Where's your courage? Praise like you got courage. Worship like you got courage. Live like you got courage. Love like you got courage. Serve like you got courage. Because God has been waiting for you.
0: It's the first Sunday of a new year. 2020 some of us in here did not think we were gonna make it to see this first Sunday I'm a witness to that there's been some
1: difficult days even this week it was rough but I thank God that every step of the way God keeps on reminding me that God's got my back and is there anybody here can testify that the Lord has been keeping you look at your neighbor and tell them neighbor God has been keeping me and on this first Sunday of 2020 I'm gonna let my praise shake the doors of the sanctuary on this first sunday of 2020 i'm gonna let my praise shake the doors of the sanctuary y'all missing your cue in the first sunday of 2020 i'm gonna let my praise shake the doors of the sanctuary. I'm gonna let my enemies know that no weapon formed this year shall prosper. I'm gonna let my friends know that God keepeth me every step of the way. Is there anybody here who can give God some praise? Look at your neighbor and tell them, neighbor, it's a new year, a new season, a new time, and my praise will correspond with the newness of the season. I dare you to give God a new shout. I dare you to give God a new dance. I dare you to give God a new praise for a new year. a new time. Is there anybody here? Wait. Isaiah said it was in the year that King Uzziah died that I saw the Lord. Some of you trying to figure out Why some stuff's going to start dying is because you need clarity A vision in order to see what God has been orchestrating in your life I wish I had somebody who knew how to give God praise Grab your neighbor's hand and tell them neighbor This time I'm going to make sure that my praise his power my praise tell somebody his power my praise his power my praise his power my praise hey
0: words rest in your spirit in 2020 somebody gotta be great why not you somebody has to walk with courage why not you somebody has to live with holy boldness why not you but this is the season that God is calling us to be more human than we've ever been. I've always wanted to be part of something bigger than me. I said it Tuesday night, God did not gift you just for you. God blessed you to be a blessing. you don't have to know fully what God is doing in this moment to trust that you're the one all you have to do is take and follow Isaiah's lead he said here am I God send me watch this he didn't say see me send me I'm ready I don't know the plans. I don't even fully know the destination. Send me. Send me. Courage is what it takes to change this world. Anybody can do what everybody else is doing. Because the truth is conformity rules the day. We do what everyone else is doing and have the audacity to think we're gonna get something different. It takes courage to step outside of what has become conventional and do the extraordinary. Maybe that's what God is waiting for today. You can't see what Isaiah saw and be the same. His courage came because he was a witness. He could not witness the glory. And then go back to mediocrity. You have seen the glory of God in your life. How do you see the glory of God working and not want to transcend the expectation of fearful people? be courageous be bold be confident creation is waiting for you to embrace who you are when we were in South Africa the artist who we spoke for who we spoke with she said it's not enough just to exist she said nobody just wants to exist she said what's your work For her, work was what you've been put on this earth to do. What's your work? What are you going to do with all that you've been given? Do what everybody else is doing? No, you're too significant for that. You're too unique for that. Don't wait for someone else to make the way. Carve the path. Tread new ground. Launch out into the deep and watch what will happen. You think God brought you this far to leave you? I didn't really understand that when my grandmother would say that as a little boy. He didn't bring me this far to leave me. But you think God brought you all this way through all the struggles and strife and strain to leave you? So what if it's intimidating? Be courageous. So what if it feels overwhelming?
1: Be courageous. So what if you feel ill-equipped and unqualified? Be courageous. Put your hands in God's hands
0: and trust what the Lord will do in this season. Because he didn't bring you this far to leave you.